This is The Shift with Lynn and Zoe. Saddle up, you bitches. Hi, besties. Hi, lovers. How are we today, Holloway? Um, I'm good. I have done, as opposed to our usual antics that we can regale everybody yeah. from the weekend. I don't yeah. know about you, but I have done absolutely nothing. How nice. I mean, besides getting splashed oh 35,000 times. Oh, my God. I went to an appointment yesterday, like, literally the other end of Sydney, and I was I had all the time in the world, and it would have been like a three hundred dollar Uber. So I said, let me let me get a train and a train and a bus and a train. Yeah, bus club, another, another club, club, another club. Exactly. Um, but La Nina decided to show her ugly face while yeah. I was on my way home, and as I was walking down the road, I got. You know that scene in Sex in the City where Sarah splashed. Jessica, yeah, yeah. she splashed. That was me. So bad. Literally, the weather has been so atrocious. Today's nice. Today's like humid, but it's not thundering, which is a fucking nice change. Oh my god! I downloaded this app called Willy Weather. What does it do for you specifically? So you know how we're always checking, or we make our friend check the Bureau of Meteorology. Yes. For the radar. Yeah. It's got. It's the radar in an app. But what does that mean? You can see when the rain's coming. Oh. And it tells you how much time you have before the rain comes. Oh, it's still not going to help me either way. I feel like I'm going to get caught in trap. Um, but this is the shift. Yes. Zoe. <laughs> I literally forget that this entire podcast is just like a condensed version of just our interaction. <laughs> like, it's literally just that. It truly is just... Us yabbering away. And before we start recording, we'll just be talking shit for like 45 Literally. minutes and then we'll go, oh, oh fuck, we have to record. Is it even recording? Yeah. Yes, it is. Um, but no, I am equally, I mean, I went out last night unbeknownst to me. What do you mean you're me. equally as... <laughs> equally as not rested on equally as no you were said you were rested i am, I am not rested is what i'm trying to say <laughs> um i went out last night and i ended up at an once at a boiler room little rave moment and i was telling zoe i haven't been in a boiler room moment in so long that i forgot how hot and sweaty it is so i was like fuck this i am not dancing in and amongst <laughs> the mosh pit with the rest of the riffraff staked straight to the stage Stood there for maybe 30 minutes and I said, home time. Sweating, drenched. Disgusting. From like head to toe. We were just reminiscing about this exact place because last summer when it was equally as disgusting and humid and wet, we all went and I made the sartorial decision to wear jeans. Jeans. Jeans and Um, t-shirt. Yeah. They tried because I was in jeans previously before we were at a friend's house and I was like, I'm not wearing, like, I'm not wearing jeans. And they were like, you'll be fine. And I said, no. Nope. No, no. <laughs> Went home, changed, met everybody back out. But I was like, fucking right decision. Because I, I think I would have literally died. An ambulance would have charted me out of that <laughs> fucking club with these jeans stuck to my body. Um, but yeah, I'm paying for the consequences today because I am a wreck. I'm a ruin. But This podcast makes a sound. Yeah. Like- yeah. 
No, deranged. exactly. Exactly. And all we like to do is talk shit and drink. <laughs> and, drink. and do you know what? <laughs> we that's, do. That's, that's all we do. Good luck to our fucking sponsorships. The only sponsorship we're getting is fucking AA. But <laughs> anyway. Maybe we'll get one from like Headspace. <laughs> I would love to get one from Sarah Jessica Parker's wine brand. I think that'll be icon. Should we just icon. send them a DM? Yeah, do With our like reply? crickets followers on Instagram. <laughs> And be like, just send us a box of wine. We'll review it. We'll review it. I think she only does rosé, though, and I can't drink rosé. Well, there's so many more of you listening than there are following us on Instagram. Yeah. So do us a favor and follow us on Instagram so we can reach out, so to, reach out to SJP. SJP's wine. And also, I forget that people can leave reviews. If you do enjoy the pod, please give us a review or a rating because it helps with getting us um, into other people's little spheres so mm. under, other people can find us. But only there. if it's nice. Yes. Do not leave a nasty word. If you are listening to this and you're a bestie and you're going to go and leave a nasty word, I will come for you. I will find you and I will come for you. I'm sure we could like, do we know anyone in IT? We'll get them to figure out IP addresses. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, in my new job, there'll absolutely be someone. Oh, yes. Yes. Anyway, enough of threatening yes. our listeners. <laughs> their lives um let's get into some topics mm-hmm. so it is um fashion month i think we're in milan now yeah so paris um, we'll discuss next week yeah but i'm really excited for paris i think i'm excited to see what the girls are gonna give but have you enjoyed fashion month thus far i actually love it i yeah. know usually we talk about fashion month and we only have negative things, things to, to say, say. And yeah but I promise that we're not negative people. We just yeah. know what we like and we know what we don't like. Yeah. Um, and it seems that our sentiments are usually echoed by everybody. Yes. But I've loved it. Yeah. Let's start with New York. New York wasn't really exciting. I mean... I didn't pay attention. Did not pay attention <laughs> at all. I liked Mark Jacobs. I like his sort of weird 90s grungy thing that he's doing. The mm. Rick Owens puffer jacket moment mm. i love that like literally since the last collection everyone's obsessed with mark jacobs again because as they should be he's like back to doing coke now so it's <laughs> just like he's got all the good ideas but um yeah i enjoyed that i think that was the only one that i enjoyed from new york amongst the little other smaller designers i can't think well because COVID's still really fucked over there i don't yeah. know if a, bun- a bunch of people chose to do lookbooks yeah, instead, instead of, of shows showing, which is fair enough yeah um, but London is always quite fun. Mm. Um, Simone Russia, Richard Quinn, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Milan, I have loved. Yeah, you really enjoyed Versace. Oh my God, Versace. I had it. I must have annoyed every single one of my neighbors yeah. because yesterday I had the show on a loop. Okay. Blaring over the TV. I haven't. I mean, I've seen the looks, but I haven't actually watched the show. I don't really have the patience unless I'm like obsessed with the show. Well, a couple of... Um, girls that i've worked with Mm. like shot over the past like few months were walking in versace oh how exciting and it was such a cute kel surprise yeah i love that um Gigi and bella both walked but they bleached miss Gigi's eyebrows Mm. and made her look kind of very different i didn't even know she was in the show no me either but she um, looked good. Do you know what's so funny, though? Every yeah. show that Bella has been in, they've put Gigi immediately after in the lineup. Yeah. And do you know why I reckon it is? Why? It's so people get their Instagram videos out of the way and then pay attention. To the show? Mm-hmm. Fair enough. That makes sense. But, but also, they... that's how they're going to get attention to their show regardless. Like, um, And then they had Lila Moss, like Kate Moss's daughter. 
or sister, I'm not sure which one, mm-hmm. walking after them. And God bless, we love a nepotism baby. Yeah. But that girl, she her walk was giving Dua Lipa. Yeah, it's the same as fucking Chloe Cherry walking for Blue Marine, which I enjoy Blue Marine. I always enjoy Blue Marine. Mm. I want those little fluffy bags with the little bee on them. I mean, you can get them on Vestia for like $40. Um, I don't Blue know Marine why. Blue still hasn't blown up yet. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they Maybe get a lot it- of random sporadic Twitter hype mm. and like high fashion Instagram hype, but then I've never actually seen anyone wear a piece besides either the day after the runway or... Like, no red carpet. I mean, they don't really have red carpet moments, but just, like, out and about, you know? Yeah. Some hot girls. Oh, my God. Do you know who I loved? Diesel. Yes. Diesel was so divine. And Diesel was... um, Their creative director is the same creative director as Y Project and uh, the... The Jean Paul Gaultier. Yeah, yeah. yeah, who did the couture. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Glenn Martin. Glenn Martin. Yeah, so he founded Y Project in 2017, I think. Um, and he's just been like, everyone is obsessed with Glennie because rightfully so. Diesel was so sexy. I loved it. The little belt skirt. The belt skirt. It's the micro mini is back. Is back. She's here to stay. I think it was Inside the Moon that I posted on The Shift the other day, just referencing, I don't think it was a direct reference, but they showed a similar skirt, which Dolce & Gabbana showed, I think in 2003. There's that iconic photo that is on every single Y2K page of Giselle Mm. Bunchen. Yeah. Wearing the rhinestone purple one. Yeah. It's like a thick belt. Yeah. But doubles as a skirt. But I love, love that he recognized, because Diesel is inherently like a denim brand. Mm. And there were so many beautiful denim pieces. Even those like ginormous coats, Mm -hmm. they were giving very much like just sexy, wearable. I can so see Rihanna in a lot of those looks. Absolutely. And I hope she pulls do you know them. what? They'll do it in a not even a maternity style. She hasn't really been wearing maternity clothes. Yeah, she's just been wearing regular clothes with a fucking belly. belly out. <laughs> Which is icon. It's so so icon. I don't know. Pregnancy tummies make me so uncomfortable. I can't describe it, but a nude pregnant woman's tummy. Yeah. I like don't I don't know if that's like wrong of me to say and like don't start attacking me about it. You're a woman. You're allowed but to say these things. I honestly, like, nothing makes me more uncomfortable than a pregnant stomach. Yeah. I'm not agreeing anyway. or disagreeing. I'm just <laughs> uttering the yeah sentiment. Um, should we talk about New Bottega? Yes. Yeah, so. Immediate thoughts. Um, I loved it. Yeah. I think it really is a throwback to pre-Daniel. Yeah. Pre-Daniel Lee. Who was yeah. the creative director before um, that? Thomas Meir. Yeah. Yeah. He was there from, like, 2001, I think. It's it's just like it's gone away from being Celine and the Row esque. It's yeah. like going back to being its own brand, I having like its own that. brand identity. Yeah, I like that. I mean, it very much like when I was looking at old Bottega um, when Thomas was there, it wasn't really a ready to wear. Like, I mean, it was, but like well, I don't really been... remember a lot of people wearing. Bottega at all. No. Um, I feel like at, at the helm of the brand, it's always been mainly accessories. It's an accessories house. They're quite known for. But one thing from Bottega that I'm obsessed with is those fluffy orange, orange yeah. platform shoes. They're very chic. I liked the accessories. I liked the bags. I think all the little hypey influencer girls are definitely sprinting for the woods and mm-hmm. they're not going to be touching Bottega ever again. But I wasn't really fond of the ready to wear 
actual like pieces besides the accessories. I don't know. It looks very much like you were saying old Bottega, but old I don't Bottega. think old Bottega really was. Well, it wasn't known for its ready to wear. Yeah, I think the shoes, the menswear shoes, I definitely will be keeping an eye out for. Mm-hmm. I love a leather derby. Um, so I enjoyed that. But other than that, I, I don't know. The ready to wear pieces were not that exciting to me. What about what we didn't love? Um, what did you think of Prada? Okay. So there's a lot of discourse about Prada on the timeline. Mm. And I don't think people realize that Prada is supposed to be ugly. It's like an ugly chic brand. It always has That's been. That's what it, like, it's known for. Have they not seen those 90s skirts? That like fucking lipstick skirt that Charlotte wore in mm-hmm. Sex and the City, that ugly, ugly skirt. But it's when so they chic. did like the banana prints with flames, literally. Hello, or that fall winter eighteen collection where there were so many color clashes, mm. the reds and the blacks and the fucking like tropical. Like it was just so ugly, but it works. Yeah, I liked the new skirts with the flowers. Were they flowers? I liked the ones with the fringe underneath. Oh yeah, the fringes and the mm. flowers and the tank tops. Like it just works. That's who Mirchar is, but. I liked it. And Raph was kind of referencing his work when he was at yeah. Calvin Klein. Yeah. It was very that. I like the structured codes. I mean, it hasn't really blown me away ever since Raph has joined, but mm. I'm enjoying it. I'm not hating it. I'm enjoying it. Since he's joined, I've seen more people wearing the ready to wear, but it's like that bra top, like yeah. anything with the Prada logo on Prada it. Logo. I was yeah. on their website before and they've got a $900 turtleneck. With, with like the little Prada thing on, on the, the side. On the collar. And I was like, oh. It's and cute. Thought, don't be dumb. <laughs> it's really cute. But yeah, don't be dumb and buy a $900 turtleneck. Um, I mean, I don't really know. Because I don't know. I'm not sure how well crafted the pieces are, though, in terms of like, like craftsmanship. Flimsy. polyester, nylon. I don't know. Well, you know Prada loves a nylon. I love a nylon. Um, one final thought is mm. what was that show where they had the girls sprinting down the runway? Oh, yes. It is. I was looking at it literally the other day. And they had Hunter um, Schaefer running for her life wait, was down she the in runway. That show? Yeah. Wait, it was where they got out of the cars, right? I think so. Let me find Do it. you know what they did? So they had, I wasn't even paying attention to the clothes because I read the review on Vogue Runway and it was meant to be some, I don't know. Oh, um, Sunny? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so it was meant to be some commentary on like society or whatever. But do you know what they did? They had the models run and then they encouraged everybody to watch the show while filming in slow-mo on their phones. That's, That's so what they stupid. told the audience to do. Yeah, because they literally... So for those who haven't seen it, I, how do you pronounce it? Is it Sunny? It's spelled S-U-N-N-E-I. Yeah. I would say Sunny. Sun, sunny. Anyway, that brand. Um, They had these models get out of the cars and then just literally sprint down. Obviously, the photographers would have gotten what they needed, but mm. the audience would have been like... What, what the, the fuck? fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what are they showing? I get it. Is there a fire, like, Literally. backstage? What's like, going on? I get on? it. It works. But at the same time, for the audience that was there, good luck to them because they would not have seen a thing. Um, what's that other brand, which I really loved? They did that lookbook with all the models around New York City. Let me find it. Like, it was very chic, very sexy. Did Tom Ford do anything or have I just missed that? I haven't seen anything. I don't think. Oh, it, is he showing in Paris Korea. now? I thought he always closed New York Fashion Week. Mark usually closes New York Fashion Week. Remember that scandal with Rihanna where Rihanna took the <laughs> slot? And so essentially, fun little factoid, Mark Jacobs usually closes New York Fashion Week, but Rihanna, when she was doing her first, I think, Fenty show three or four years ago, 
um, she took the last slot. So in like, what was it like? What he tried to like, he delayed his show by three hours essentially so that people don't go to Rihanna's show, but people ended up just like fucking leaving and (laughs) going to Rihanna's show anyway, because it's fucking Rihanna. Poor Mark. Um, Dion Lee was good. Dion Lee's always good. Yeah, nothing oh really exciting. Oh my god, exciting. I have to tell you something afterwards. Okay. Um, but yes, moving on. <laughs> We're really just getting into the fashion week. I'm excited for Paris, though. I think Paris Yeah, I think Paris will be good. And yeah. I want to say Loewe. Me too. That $15,000 dress. Oh my god. That they two seasons or a season ago. So Shake. icon. Um, right. Now into the funniest thing I've ever read in my entire life. <laughs> Regale the girls. Okay. So obviously we all know Queen Elizabeth II tested positive for COVID. Good for her. Right? About to join the ranks, finally. (laughs) But so Hollywood Unlocked announced on Instagram um, after they announced that she had COVID, they posted on Instagram that they could exclusively reveal the Queen had died. Nice. <laughs> Citing sources close to the palace, the post claimed Queen Elizabeth was scheduled to attend British Vogue editors Edward Ennefall's wedding on Tuesday before she was found dead. Yeah. So earlier in the day, the palace actually said she'd been experiencing mild cold-like symptoms and was well enough to continue with like duties, like meet with um, Boris Johnson the prime minister and whatever else. So yeah. not dead. Yeah. So anyway, once um, Hollywood Unlocked put up a second post about her death, Instagram actually flagged it as false information. <laughs> I know. Whoever the Underneath. C- oh, fucking Mark Zuckerberg. Quickly. <laughs> the only time he's ever worked to flag something as false information would be this. Um, so then after the Instagram post was flagged as false information, the founder and CEO of Hollywood Unlocked, Jason Lee, he doubled down um, and he insisted that he stood by the story. So he posted a notes app screenshot on his Christ. own Instagram and it said, regarding the Queen Elizabeth story, dot, dot, dot. One, I never lied. Two, I've never been wrong. Three, I trust my sources. Four, I have yet to see an official statement from the palace saying otherwise. Five, I'll be at the Donda concert tonight with Yay. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Um, so then the next day, Hollywood Unlocks Twitter wrote that an intern had mistakenly published, like, it was a draft post. Because mm. to be fair... Every single publication under the sun has, has yeah, um, the Queen's dead and has ready her, to go. Back when I used to work, I used to work at OK Magazine when I was like a little baby journalist. We even had, this is like six, seven years ago, and yeah. we even had a post ready to yeah. say the, queen the Queen's died. died. Yeah. Um, so it said they accidentally posted the draft, um, called it an embarrassing situation and sent their deepest apologies to the royal family. Um, and then Jason Lee uh, <laughs> really, really does think Lizzie's dead. And he woke up and wrote that some fake account posting a retraction. So the Hollywood Unlocked Twitter that said this was a fake account um, and then argued that the palace still hadn't released a statement denying that she'd died. Christ. Um, however, so all of this stuff, the reason he thinks was because she was meant to go to Edwin Ennefall's wedding. Um, but she also doesn't appear to have any personal relationship with him, um, nor was she on any published guest list for his wedding. But when he was confronted with this fact um, by BuzzFeed, 
He said that a guest at the wedding received a call and reacted emotionally to a few people. And those few people were informed that that's what ha- what's happened so that the queen died. Oh my God. So this is what... <laughs> it gets worse. <laughs> so some have theorized that Hollywood Unlocked got Queen Elizabeth mixed up with the singer Mark Lanegan, and he was in a rock band called Queens of the Stone Age. <laughs> And he actually died unexpectedly on the same day when it was announced that Liz had COVID. Oh, my God. Um, so, yeah, he was actually invited to Edward Enifel's wedding. Yeah. And so the Hollywood Unlocked source probably mistook that news with the actual queen. This whole Jason Lee scandal is very much giving when <laughs> Tiffany Pollard on Big Brother, Celebrity Big Brother UK, mistook one of the housemates, David Guest, as David Bowie, when David Bowie's ex was in the house and announced that David Bowie was dead, and she went on a fucking freak she show. Said, she said, I have to tell someone, David's, David's died. dead. And she thought it was David in the house, but it was David Bowie. <laughs> she <laughs> so goes, they just got how the wrong guy. Of cancer. <laughs> Tiffy, you gotta do me a favor. Anything. You can't say a word. Nothing. David's dead. No, he's not. (laughs) You can't. You can't. You can't do that. Are you serious? Sit down. Sit down. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Sit down. Sit down. No, no, you're playing. I know you're joking. I would never joke. Oh my god. Okay, this is just a joke. It's gotta be. Are you crazy? Would I do something like that to you? <laughs> Are you serious? Okay, 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 okay. What happened? What happened? It just happened now. Wow. Shit, cancer. And you gotta please stay calm, please. Oh my gosh. Um, he finally kind of walked back on, you know, insisting that Liz was dead via a Hollywood Unlocked post titled Fact Check, 10 Reasons We Believed Queen Elizabeth Was Dead. Oh, my God. Um, And then he, you know, went through all these reasons and then he said that he spoke with someone in the British military who reportedly told him the palace has been locked down and all top generals were being summoned to Windsor Castle for an undisclosed reason. Um... Yeah, they also said they reached out to Buckingham Palace for a statement about the news and received no response. Oh, fucking course. Okay, I absolutely 110% believe that Queen Lizzie has passed away. You and do? that they absolutely, that bitch died a long fucking time ago. No, but have you seen that Vanity Fair video about what happens when, when she, she dies? dies? Like, I get that there's a whole process and there's like fucking London bridges down or whatever the, they want to call it. But I very much think it's very much, what, what's the Queen's husband's name? Philip. Philip. I think it's going to be like when Philip died and they were lugging his corpse around London to make it look like he was still alive. <laughs> Did they do that? Yes, in that car. <laughs> when he was in that front seat of that car. He looking, was not he dead. He was absolutely <laughs> dead. That man had died a long time ago. But they said, it's not time, not yet, because we have a press release to do. So let's put him in the front seat of this Range Rover and drive around London <laughs> and fucking... What's it called? Clockwork Orange's eyes with some toothpicks. <laughs> Stay open. <laughs> Queen Elizabeth has died. I know it for a fact. Like, there's been so many TikToks just conspire, like, just theorizing that she's died. And I'm 110% 
on their side. So Jason well, Lee, I believe you. Well, <laughs> that bitch is dead. <laughs> well, he seems to have finally taken it all back. Right. Because um, the other day he wrote, I can say my sources got this wrong and I sincerely apologize to the queen and the royal family. Right. Um, and that's the end of that story. I just, everyone knows how I feel about the royal family, so I'm not even going to go into it, but I cannot wait for the drama that's going to ensue when London Bridge finally falls down. Not the actual London Bridge, but when the queen dies, essentially. Do you think we'll still get a queen's birthday? Absolutely. If holiday? we don't, I'm going to go to the grave and beat that bitch up. <laughs> <laughs> The only good thing about her is the Queen's birthday because then I get a day off. But anyway, Do Jason when Lee. I met her? And I cried. Oh yeah, when you were a wee when baby. When I was a little child. Fuck my life. And Charles told me to go away, You've so I lived cried. An Alexa Demi esque sort of life. <laughs> if, if I really think about it. It's a story for another time. Story for another time. But okay. anyway, in um, more interesting news. So obviously. Everyone's aware of what's happening uh, with Russia invading Ukraine. And yeah. it's very distressing and upsetting and everyone's across it. So we're not going to go into it. See, I didn't even think that it was actually going to happen because I was listening to the um, Guardian in Focus podcast on the Wednesday. Mm. And I'm pretty sure the journalist was just like, it's a likely possibility, but it's probably not going to happen. And then the day after it happened. So it's mm. all been just a very quick whirlwind. And of course, the celebrities and the influencers are very quick to comment. Yes. So one particular woman, her name is Anna Lynn McCord, and she is apparently an actress. Apparently. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like it's a legend. movies. Um, oh. But also an influencer. And she posted a video to Instagram and Twitter uh, addressing Putin directly. And we'll post yeah. in the audio. But the whole thing was very bizarre and she kind of declared sorrow about not being Putin's mother and how she couldn't have protected him from perceived pain. It kind of sounded like a weird slam poem slash song, but it start. I won't read the full thing, but it starts out. Dear Mr. President Vladimir Putin, <laughs> I'm so sorry that I was not your mother. Dear President Vladimir Putin, I'm so sorry that I was not your mother. If I was your mother, you would have been so loved, held in the arms of joyous light. Never would the story's plight, the world unfurled before our eyes, a pure demise of nations sitting peaceful under a night sky. If I was your mother, the world would have been warm. Did she know that Putin was the head of the KGB in the like late 90s <laughs> and would have probably put a bullet through the, her fucking skull? Like, no, like, truly, thank you. And like, Anna Lynn, you've... You've ended the You've war. You've ended the war. Like, went, you're right. right. My yeah. mother never hugged me. And that's why <laughs> and I'm that's why doing I started this. this fucking war. Christ. Oh. I'm just so... I mean, obviously, there's a lot of um, commentary. I um, was complicit before I thought the invasion was going to happen. I did post a draft, like, if I get drafted into war meme, which I've since deleted. But this was before I thought it was going to happen. But people and the girls, especially the celebrities, very much like when COVID started and all of them were doing the um, uh, John Lennon Imagine video. Do you remember? Yes. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Oh, oh. my God. <laughs> Millie Bobby Brown howling. 
was like, you are 16 years old. Oh my God. We'll also put this in because it's mortifying. Yeah. I said, go and to Nobu and be normal. It was, it was also during Black Lives Matter. Yeah. So it was a tie between let's all come together um, just as everybody yeah. and imagine we all get along. Of course. And it literally, I'm sorry, but this woman's video puts Gal Gadot's imagine oh, to yes. shame. To shame. It's easy if you try. No hell below us. Above us on this sky, imagine all the people living for today. It's it's pure comedy. It's, it really is. She finishes it with saying, um, on this night, instead of Mother Russia, you would call me and I would set your mind quite free with the love that only a mother could give. I 110% know she watched a season of The Great that she was ranting and raving about with Elle Fanning because they referred to Russia as Mother Russia in every single episode. And she said, right, I've got a couple of words to say. <laughs> Shut the fuck uh, up. All right. um, John Cena also Had a couple did a, of words to say. He said it's the perfect time to promote my new movie. Um, so he has a show out called The Peacemaker. And early Thursday morning, he tweeted, if I could somehow summon the powers of a real-life peacemaker, I think this would be a great time to do so. Wasn't it a photo attached of him in his underwear? Like, as, a, as the character? I think so. And he put a bunch of emojis next to it as well. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, this is in reference to Russia invading Ukraine. Um, and, obviously, everyone immediately was like, why? This is not the time, nor the place, nor the way mm -hmm. to promote your tv show yeah essentially um do you think that it's like a kendall jenner moment where they just are so sheltered in their own little celebrity circle that they have no idea that things exist outside two dimensions kendall jenner is never gonna live that pepsi no, thing down never. i literally saw a tweet the other day with Pepsi logos on a plane. Yeah. And it go it said Kendall Jenner on her way to yeah. save Ukraine. No, literally. She shouldn't live that shit down. Like she hundred and ten percent. Her and her team, a hundred and ten percent. And I think she never actually She never said it. Oh, she cried on she the She cried, but she never like released a statement or apologized no. from memory. I don't know. Um, but Madonna's also joining the um weird celebrity posting moment she posted which is a fabulous song so i don't know why she's going and ruining it <laughs> she posted a video on her instagram which is a remix of sorry um which is yeah one of her like really great songs um but instead she just replaced it with pictures of putin and she replaced words in the song with just liar it was like the we'll words it. liar flashing over oh it was Anyway, so some people have called it narcissistic, yeah. which I understand. But Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky actually followed her on Instagram. After? after have you she seen Ukraine's it. tweets? Ukraine's been tweeting a lot. I just know. Being like Someone tweeted their support and the like, Twitter replied, 
T-H-N-X. Christ. Thanks. thanks. Um, but <laughs> Sorry, no, it's not the, funny. It's not. At the end of the day, I'm like, I understand trying to get it right. Like, you, if, you, if you have the platform, obviously, get the word out and whatnot. That's completely fine. But there's a, like, there's a way to there's do a way it. There's a way to do it. That's tasteful. Um, but no, let's move on yes. to uh, Kim. Kimmy K. We have to talk about Kim every single episode. Every single episode. Because she's just... I've never met a more... I've never seen a more... <laughs> I've celeb- never met. Like, <laughs> I've never met, period. But I've never seen a celebrity be more of a celebrity than Kim Kardashian. Do you want to know my one and only Kim Kardashian story? Yeah. So when I was like 16 years old, you know how you have to do work experience for mm. work? So I was at Shop Till You Drop magazine. Mm. That was my work experience. And the month I was there, I was only there for a week, but Kim Kardashian was on the cover. Oh. This would have been back in like 2011. Oh my God. So back when she was really, or like 2010 Back when she was Armenian, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) When she was really hustling and would do anything for a check. Yeah. And... She was staying in Sydney because she was doing, like, a Westfield performance. She loved a Westfield performance. Oh, my God. Apparently. Oh, no, I can't tell you. I'll tell you after. Okay. But she's coming. She's coming back. Kimmy? Yeah, to, to Australia. Westfield. Mm. Christ. But, um, I'll be there. She- <laughs> Front and center. <laughs> she was in a hotel around the corner, and the intern's job was to go and drop the magazine, like, a copy of the magazine to her. Mm. And it was me and another intern. And I was on my lunch break when the other intern got instructed to go and take the magazine oh, to her hotel room. Devo. And I was this close. To meeting Kimmy. To meeting Kimmy. No, Devo. I love her so much. I think she's high camp. I say this every episode. She's so camp. She's so calculated in everything she does. And I have never, like I said before, I mean, maybe it's because I wasn't alive. Well, no, I was alive, but I wasn't like <laughs> watching Um and like experiencing the, the 90s supermodels and the other really fucking major celebrities in the early 90s and early 2000s. But I've never seen someone's career progression go from literally crickets, crickets to the most sought after woman in the world. So essentially she's a Prada girly now after months of being a Balenciaga bitch. And she's just been spotted wearing lots of Prada. And she attended Milan Fashion Week at her first ever Prada show. Which is wild that she's never been invited to Prada. Yeah. But has Miu Miu shown yet? No, yeah. Maybe she'll be at Miu Miu. That'd be Do you hard. think? Yeah. Kim in that little in the Not skirt the that's skirt, that's got a grip on the yeah. nation. But um, yeah, she's at her first ever Prada show, and she's gone from literally up until like two weeks ago wearing head to toe Balenciaga. Yeah. To wearing head to toe Prada. Um, some people are speculating that it's because Kanye's. It actually dropped yesterday, or on Friday, Kanye's The the Balenciaga Gap collection, or Yeezy, whatever, collection dropped. Mm. And so people are speculating, and obviously this may not be true, but they're speculating that she's become a prouder girly to step away from from Balenciaga Balenciaga and say that like, Kanye's not styling me anymore. Yeah. But if I'm being honest, I think she's just doing it for a check. Yeah, you said you reckon she probably got a better check. And it's not like Chanel where they have um, Kristen Stewart and Nicole Kidman and all these other celebrities where Margot they're not Robbie. allowed, Margot Robbie, where they're not allowed to wear anything else. Like, 
they are in 20 fucking year contracts where they can't be seen wearing anything, anything else. Oh my God. Do you remember that comical Chanel show during lockdown where Kirsten Stewart and like one other person were sitting next to the runway at the physical show? Do you remember that? And she was wearing that? No, I don't remember it actually. They did a, they did a virtual runway and there were only three people invited to the show and one of them was Kirsten Stewart. <laughs> She's just like in some of the live stream, just sitting there in a chair by herself. Waiting for it to end. <laughs> Christ. But now, do you like this Kim in Prada? Do you think it makes sense I Kim? do think it makes sense, especially she's been wearing menswear. She yeah. hasn't been wearing the women's wear. So she's been wearing like the head-to-toe leather boiler suits yeah. and the gloves and people hate it. I love it. I love it. The thing I love about Kim is she's so versatile. Like she mm. literally just let anybody put anything on her which is very fashion forward and it it. doesn't like leave you with like no options. You're always just going to be at the front of every line because you're willing to make those choices. I didn't really think that it fit her the best, those boiler suits that she was wearing because she's quite tiny. Um, But still, I think she made it work. She's also curvy. Yeah. And it's made for tall, skinny, tall, skinny men. Men. Um, but she made it work and she's having fun. And I think that's the most important thing about fashion is you have to have fun. I agree. Moving on. So we've just freed Brittany and now it is time to free Amanda. Um, have you seen, speaking of Brittany, all the TikToks that she's been posting? I saw her post, like, she's been dancing a lot. Yeah. That's all I've really seen. Oh, my God. Do you know what made me feel physically ill? Mm. Do you remember when she uploaded, she's uploaded those videos to Instagram. I don't know if she's also uploaded them to TikTok, but of her, like, sticking a finger in melted chocolate and, like, mixing it around with her finger (laughs) over the top of it, being like, guys, this is so good. Oh, my God. Look, to be honest, I mean, obviously, we've seen a very specific side of Britney Spears for the last... 15 years due to the conservatorship. So no one really knew. I personally did not know what her actual personality was like. I still don't. I still don't know what her actual personality is like. I feel like I want to, even before she started singing and she was a pop star, I think she was still very much like her personality was being modeled to be something else because Mm -hmm. I know they made her voice change so that she sings like a baby and stuff. So I don't know who Britney Spears is. But did you see she's writing a tell all? Yeah, she's writing a tell all. Jamie Lynn must be shitting her pants. Yeah, absolutely. With a fucking ginormous book deal. So good for her. Mm. But if this is who Britney Spears is and this is just her personality, then good for fucking good her. Good for her. She's just so whimsical and it's just so silly. There's this TikTok she made of her in a plane being like, the stewardess is no longer wanting to serve her alcohol. And she's like, we have to jump off the plane. And I was like, is this who you are? <laughs> Oh, but did you want to tell the girls about Miss Amanda Bynes? Yes. So Amanda Bynes has been in a conservatorship under her parents since 2013. I think you don't know if you all remember, but she had um, substance abuse issues and she was on Twitter saying... Drake murdered my vagina. Just a bit unhinged. Um, yeah. And she got into some legal trouble. And so... She went into a conservatorship underneath her parents, Lynn and Rick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm showing up a lot today. <laughs> um, but she wants to end it after nine years and she's actually doing it with her parents' approval, okay. which is great. So do you remember that paper 
or was it Dazed? I can't remember, but they did that cover with her a few years ago and she's yeah. going to, she went to fashion school and all yeah. of this stuff. And then recently she did get that heart tattoo, but she, um, she, you know, is engaged. I, I have not seen I, a single thing. Well, that's, her. I feel like that's probably why it can end. She's just living her life. Living her life. Well, that's good. But it says that there was a court docket obtained by page six and her one of Bynes' attorneys said she believes her condition has improved and she no longer needs protection of the court. Um, and an attorney for Bynes' parents said they're not attending the virtual hearing, but they support her decision. Okay. So, yeah, they're saying that she's ready to make her own life choices. Yeah. They're proud of her. They 100% support her. Okay, well, this good is good. Um, I feel like this is how a conservatorship is supposed to operate. Suppose, yeah. Which, because I think when I saw this headline, I was like, oh my God, this is why it's going to be yeah, free Amanda. Yeah. But no, it's not. It's literally just her parents saying it's done its job and yeah. she can. She's good now. Yeah. It's so sad because I was like, Easy A is one of my favorite movies of all time. Mm. And that came out in like 2009, I think. And she was incredible in that movie. She's literally such a gem to Hollywood. And she's such a good... She's such a fucking good actress. This is mm. what irritates me about... And these, she's funny. She's so funny. She's a good comedic actress. Yeah. These actresses who aren't obviously making these um, Academy noteworthy drama biopics, I feel like they just... They're not taken seriously. No. So when things like this... But obviously movies like Easy A and She's the Man and... Um, she's the Man I watch Sydney like White. once a month. Literally iconic. Cult classics. Like literally cult classics but as soon as shit like this happens where someone is unwell and obviously they can't do what they were doing before Mm. people just sort of don't care well remember she was on nickelodeon since she was like 10 years old the amanda show Mm. yeah like that's hectic that's hectic that was like SNL for children. Yeah, it was crack. I literally loved I that loved show it. so much. It was so funny. But these child stars, obviously, they do have a very tortured... It's a tortured child star trope, which we've seen mm. so many, so many times. But I'm happy that she's obviously doing well. And I can't wait to see if she does start acting again, obviously. I think it'll mm. be fabulous. I think she should. I think she should. All right. I think they need to give her some, some gigs. Give Amanda a job, ladies Give, and gentlemen. Get Amanda a job. Yeah. Bring back Amanda. I think Selena Gomez um, was petitioning to get her some work back ages ago. That's good. Oh my God. I saw a thing today that apparently Selena Gomez is the messiest person. I can see that. Like the she messiest. She took her friend's kidney and then stopped talking to her. They stopped talking. Yeah. They're not friends anymore. Oh she my God. She unfollowed her on Instagram. Oh my God. Yeah. That's nasty. But we might just be speculating. But. <laughs> <laughs> No, she, they, very much there. Jason Lee. Yes. We never lie. We never I lied. have never lied. <laughs> but no, um, I'm 100% confident that they don't follow each other anymore. Oh my God. But anyway, should we do the final topic? I'm terribly hungover, so we will not be doing a dating story this no, week. We're going to just get this done. But we want to discuss Sarah Jessica Parker's Vogue Life and Looks video. Yeah. Lynn said before we were talking about it. <laughs> through this video <laughs> uh, and we don't know if it was like a stylistic it choice not. <laughs> but like the sleeve of her top falls down 
And like Ooh. the entire like left side of her bra is on show <laughs> and there's like a necklace tangled in it. And it just looks like a mess. And I refuse to believe that no one in the room was like, can we Hello? just stop for one second? Can you pull your shirt back up? Your tits out. <laughs> and the fact that he went through the editor's room and then got uploaded. And she would have still seen there. it first as well. 100%. Look, uh, she did look like she was in a hurry. She did say she had, she, to go to re- she had to go to rehearsal. Yeah. So did you also know that she did not watch and just like that? She only watched the first two episodes. She didn't so watch she's the rest just of the like season. You. Literally. <laughs> she's just like me. Um, she did not she went out when she I think it was in an article or something. She said, I have not seen it. <laughs> I do not want to see it. Obviously she didn't say she doesn't want to see it, but she just said I only saw the first two episodes. Well, I moan. I'm like, I moan. I mean, she lived it, so yeah. good for her. But at the same time, you have to see what the final product looks like. Like, hello. Lynn and I both listen to this as soon as it comes out. Yeah. Are we narcissistic? Maybe. Maybe. But anyway. Call us Madonna. Call us Madonna. But what did you think about her life and looks? I thought it was boring. No, yeah. she... So whenever she got given, obviously everybody's there because they want to see the Carrie looks. Yeah. Her personal style isn't incredible and she just kind of went on about how she's so different to carrie yeah and how she just thrifts stuff and blah 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 and also every single look of hers that they picked by the ones from the 80s yeah she had her shoes on yeah and so any look that she was wearing that she put together herself and patricia field didn't do she was like oh and i'm wearing my sjp collection shoes i think this style is called this is the style and these are the features and benefits. Like yeah. she really was Her being like, like, I think this, you know, the style, you know, the style, but okay. I was watching it and it seemed like she was at a defense for most of the video. Um, yeah. it was kind of sad actually, because SJP has been tormented for her looks, which I don't understand. I think she's a very beautiful woman, mm. but she's been crucified by a lot of people just for, not her even appearance. What, what she wears, but... Yeah, her physical her, appearance. Yeah. Which is insane. Like, she's so fucking pretty. Do you remember when she was in a taxi ages ago and she was just randomly listening to the radio? Oh, yeah. And she... These two hosts on the radio were saying that she looks like a horse, blah, blah, blah. And she called into the radio station. We can insert the audio. Mm. And she called into the radio station and was like, what the fuck are you saying about me? It's Sarah Jessica Parker. And they didn't believe that it was her at first. But then... Um, they finally realized that it was her and they, and like, they ate their words, essentially. Literally, yeah. Oh, these are the fellas that were just uh, trashing me. Are these the guys? Are you Sarah Jessica Parker? I am, indeed. Now, how do you prove that? How do I prove it? I don't know. How does one prove their um, identity with the phone? It does sound a lot oh like my God. you. I got to say that. Do you listen to our radio show? No, I don't. As a matter of fact, my trailer driver had it on, and I was fortunate enough to see the timing was absolutely, just absolutely beautifully fortuitous for me. Sarah Jessica, I got to say, your performance on the MTV Movie Awards, fantastic. <laughs> I thought you did a great job. I loved the costume changes, especially you're, the one at the end. You're such a puss, Ant. What? It's Sarah Jessica Parker. You don't have the balls to actually say to me what you said to your <laughs> maybe limited audience? Come on, buddy. It's so sad because she was like, I don't understand why these looks are getting so much controversy. I wear what I want to wear. And I was like... She was saying like, oh, if you feel good in it at the time, yeah. then it makes you feel good. And yeah. she was also saying, just going back to what you were saying about like hearing those people on the radio, she was saying... 
it's so weird to me because people would never come up to you in real life yeah and say this shit to your face yeah which is so funny because here we are talking shit about of course everybody's looks but yeah she was like people would never say it to you and you could tell she was a bit sad by yeah it, it was it was really upsetting to watch because I like I know her history with the industry and um, fucking public like publish publications I should say um, just crucifying her for appearance so she was very much out of defense she was just like I like what I wear and if you don't like it then just don't look at it essentially but her carry looks I love that she um, made it very apparent that she's such a distinct personality mm. when it comes to Carrie Bradshaw. Like, the way Carrie dresses is not the way she dresses. Oh, my God. The one thing, when she said they got a fake Birkin. Oh, yeah, to cover the to baby cover bump. To cover the baby bump. In one episode, she's when she's so clearly In heavily season pregnant. Five, yeah. She's carrying, like, this giant blue Birkin. And yeah. she was like, unfortunately, it's fake. Pat Field said... Do you want a Birkin? I know, I know someone. <laughs> I know <a> guy. <laughs> so I 110% know that that episode where they went to LA and got those fake Fendi baguettes was a true story inspired by Patricia Fields scouting around. <laughs> she definitely knew a guy. It's so funny because season five had the worst looks for Carrie for Sex and the City. Obviously because yeah. she was pregnant, but... And she was that, pregnant with twins. Twins. That ginormous Birkin with that green dress. Hideous. Awful. Monstrosity. But anyway, um, no, I, I thought it was an interesting life and looks. Um, she seems sad. So if you're listening, SJP, we don't hate you. We love you. We love you. Send us some wine. Send us some wine and we'll love you even more. <sighs> but anyway. Okay. <laughs> that sigh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, this was fun. This was fun. I'm terribly hungover, so I have to nap and go, eat. Go home, have a sleep. I think we'll be back with our dating story. We, oh my God, next week's Mardi Gras. Oh. We'll find time. It'll probably come you, later. Yeah, you might be getting this the next episode on like a Tuesday. I'm taking Monday off, so it'll be fine. Um, but anyway, enjoy the rest of your week. Enjoy your Mardi Gras. Stay safe. Stay safe. Um, love you. And yeah, I love you. See you. Bye. Bye.